Hey everybody, welcome to the Ron Perti Show. This is episode 102 with Matt Fraction. We have a nice little conversation about uh, comics and some of our, our issues that we have uh, addiction-wise. It's a really, I really honestly think this is the best interview I've ever done. And I get a little truthful and a little honest and everything's fun that way. Uh, don't forget, uh, February 15th, this Saturday, is going to be the uh, celebration of the 100th episode at McCall's on the Square uh, in downtown Racine. The Roller Derby girls from the Root River Rollers will be there, uh, as well as music from Like Like, The 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 Death. Uh, and uh, just to show you what kind of tunes we're going to have there from that lovely band, I'm going to be playing a track, uh, track number one off the new record. Uh, it's called Here Comes Irregular, and then we're going to get right into it with Matt Fraction. All roads lead to RonPerti.com. Don't forget to check that out, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay, so Matt, now we this is the I guess you could say the third time that we've spoken on uh like this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh we've got to stop meeting like this. We we really do. And I need to start wearing pants when I do this, but that's a whole other story. Um but anyway, to get that horrible image out of your head. Um <laughs> I think there's a lot of stuff going on in your life right now. Uh I love Sex Criminals. Oh, thanks. It's it's one of my favorite books right Thank now. Thank you very much. I've uh I've kind of um Stopped reading the big two. Oh wow! Um, not all together. I mean, like uh, when it comes to Marvel, I still pick up uh, Hawkeye and uh, um, and and uh, what else? Do I... Oh, and um, Uncanny Avengers is still a, a title I, I love. Uh, so it's just sort of like a like attrition or a, like a like a general boredom. What's uh, how well, have they lost you, Ron? I think Valiant showed up. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. Um, 
the guy, uh, the editor making the moves over there, Warren Simons, is one of the best editors I've ever worked with. And he is putting together a, uh, a, a murderer's row of talent over there. And uh, uh, both on editorial, on both sides of the books, you know. Um, and uh, uh, boy, if you think they're good now, wait till that guy gets cooking. I, uh, I promise you, uh, uh, Warren is one of the good ones. He, he's, I'm, I'm so thankful that he was my first exposure to an editor on, a, on like a daily basis. And uh, I wouldn't have the career or be the writer I am without that dude. Uh, so to hear you say that surprises me not one bit. Yeah, it's just I, don't, I haven't read a bad, a bad uh, Valiant book. Yeah, and um, he's a, and, and you know and Alejandro Arbona is over there with him now, and they're just they're it's like watching Moneyball in comics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Watching watching smart editors put together, it's just cool to watch, and I, I couldn't be more happy for for Warren and Alejandro and the success that those books have found, and all the guys working on them. Uh, just couldn't be cooler. What I wanted to know is what happened with Inhumans. That's a great question, and if I knew, I'd still be writing it. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I mean, to, to, to use kind of a hacky cliche, I mean, I, I, I wanted apples and they wanted oranges, I guess. Um, but we kind of didn't figure it out until we were a little bit pregnant, you know? Right, 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 yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it is work for hire. You know, I was hired. You can be unhired. Um, um, you know, it happens. Uh, uh, sometimes this is the first time it's ever happened to me like this. Uh, but you know, um, I got a ton of notes and was, was well compensated for my time and, uh, uh, got to work again with Olivier Coipel and, uh, got to, uh, work a little bit with Nick Bradshaw and, 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 uh, uh, you know, it's cool to have like a lost work. Like it's, it's like, it's a kind of thing I always sort of wanted, <laughs> but like you can't, it's sort of like giving yourself a nickname. Like you can't just lose a work, you know, but it, but it's cool. Like I, I did, Ron, I did so much work. How, how long have you been trying to get me back on? Oh God. Um, Six months a year? Something like that. Yeah. And I literally since God last May it was it, it it absorbed my life. It absorbed like nine months of my life. It was so, just I wrote so much. It would it would boggle your mind if I showed you the stuff I'd written. Um, but at the end of the day, it means a lot to a lot of people up there. And they sat down, and regardless of how much work I put into it, it wasn't the work they were ultimately looking for. So you know, uh, you shake hands and uh, and uh, you move along, and you and you you know pray for Charles Soule. <laughs> <laughs> that man's writing basically everything that you aren't. You know what I mean? I mean, he's writing everything. Yeah, you know, uh, more power to him. It's it's it's, it's hope, crazy. Uh, I hope uh, I hope he uh, I hope he's been smart enough to have the. Uh, so when are you guys gonna give me a raise? Phone call. Uh, but uh, you know, he's a lawyer. He's probably a pretty smart guy. Of course. And he's in a rock band, which is even crazier. Well, you know, aren't we all? Aren't we all though? In a way, Ron. I well, I yes, I've been in quite a few that lasted a whole a whole rehearsal. I know, right? Yeah, but uh, now let me ask you this, and if you can't say anything, I understand. But when it comes to this new Inhumans book, are they like how are they reaching for the sky with this thing? What do you mean by that? I mean, are they trying to push this thing to make it as big as like the Avengers or the X Men? Yeah, I mean, look, it's the same thing with like Guardians. I mean, they want to grow franchises They're in the franchise business. 
and they had an unfortunate bit of uh, financial uh, bullshittery uh, around the turn of the millennium, and it saw them having to kind of shed some of the more meaningful parts of those franchises to people that are not within their uh, their they're with, they're not within, that aren't theirs. You know, this is the reason why they're always going to be terrible Spider-Man and terrible X-Men movies. Is that Marvel's not making them? They might have the Marvel logo on it, but Marvel is not. You know. Um, I shouldn't say terrible, but you know what I mean? Like when you see, God, why was that? Why did they do that? Why are they so obsessed with Peter Parker's parents? Because no one from Marvel was listened to or asked, I guess. I don't even, I don't know. But, right. but you know, um, so yeah, no, look, they, they want to grow franchises. You know, they, they uh, look at what they're doing now at Netflix. You don't think that, that that's, that's not a, a, a new franchise right there? I mean, this is what they, this is what they want to do. They want to, they want to own this world, you know? Right. Um, um, whether it's it's a kind of prime time family hour of uh, of Agents of Shield, or something like Netflix, which is going to break all of the rules ever, or you know the third biggest film of all time. Like this is this is this is where they are. So and look, you think you know Guardians is going to be a behemoth? You know? You think so? Oh sure. Because that's some, well, the one movie this year I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I uh, I I don't think they're not in the behemoth business. You know what I mean? Like, I think these guys. Listen, I I, I sat in a room back in the day when Iron Man Two was kind of a, a pile of notes with Kevin Feige, who's the head of Marvel Studios, and um, Kevin sort of walked through his vision for how Marvel was going to get from Iron Man to Thor to Cap to Avengers, and and I bought it. I, I believe that I walked out of that room like, this is going to be the biggest movie of all time. You know? Like, I had no doubt, I had absolutely no doubt that this guy was the one, like, he, they had the vision, they had the ability and the talent, and just the understanding of how to make that, how to, you know, when um, Iron Man came out, the reason why Iron Man's mask pops up so much in that movie, like, every time he's on the ground, you know how the mask pops off his face? Right. Is so they could remind people that there was a person inside. Like they had to, they had these over, they had these, you know, polling data and this overwhelming polling data that showed that people thought Iron Man uh, was a robot. Oh so, wow! Like, my mom thought it meant like Robert Downey Jr. was doing the voice of a robot. Um, you know, this is the kind of obstacles they had to, they had to overcome. It's ridiculous now, right? Because Iron Man, Iron Man two, Iron Man three, and Avengers are like four of the top twenty five biggest films ever. Right. Or whatever. So, so I think it's gonna be a monster. I think it's gonna be a monster hit. I think James Gunn is also super talented. Oh, I do too. Um, and uh, uh, I think, uh, yeah, man, buckle up. But yeah, I think I think they want it to be a big thing. I think it want it to be a big deal. You know, I think um, uh, I think they hope it, it, it'll be a big deal. And 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 you know, maybe I, uh, and, and I hope Charles is the guy to help help give it to him. I um. Uh, noticed it seems like you kind of put you put so much work into Inhumans that mm. it's like you you're, you weren't on Fantastic Four, you weren't on FF, you were yeah. just doing Hawkeye, uh, yeah. and then now and, you know, and volumes of work nobody saw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you put all this work into it. It almost seems like you were, were you're not doing much for Marvel anymore. You're just doing Hawkeye, right? Yeah, you know, like this this came about like right before the holidays, you know, and I and we have yet to have a uh i have yet to have my kids in school for five consecutive days since the middle of december 
Um, so to me, like we're still not, and today was a snow day. Like this was supposed to be the first week we had five straight days and even this didn't, this week didn't work. So, um, yeah, I mean, it happened right, right before Thanksgiving, you know, we kind of made the decision to, uh, divorce, I guess, over in humans, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, no, it just kind of, part of it was, was, I just need to like adjust, you know, uh, and kind of recalibrate when, when this thing had been, you know, it was sort of like. Have you ever like run a marathon or run a triathlon? Um, I'm from Wisconsin. We only run to the refrigerator. <laughs> uh, well, like like my wife did a triathlon and like tri training kind of eat, eats up you know a chunk. It just becomes a reality of your life every single day, um, or like six or five days a week or whatever it is. And there's a rigorous schedule you follow, blah blah blah. And then you run this triathlon and then you're just kind of done, right? And what do you do with this? Oh, well, right. I guess I'd be working out now, but I'm not have an event to train for. I'm not going to keep in training. So it kind of falls away. But it's this kind of thing where, like, I, I was training for this triathlon, and then, like, there, there was no triathlon. Like, well, shit, I don't know what to do with myself. Right, right. Um, part of this is, is wanting to do well by Hawkeye, too. Like, just wanting to, at this point, you know, going in right after Inhuman now, I, was, I had to write, I was writing for three artists, and possibly a fourth, depending on if I can get somebody to buy into this idea of mine that I'm trying to do. So it was like, well, I just got done with this massive thing, and then I had to write for David, Annie, and Chris Eliopoulos, like, boom, 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 you know? Uh, so just that right there is like writing three different comics all of a sudden. Um, but, but kind of because of the, the weird, with Wacker leaving, and then flopping the numbers around and then we came up with the Chris issue and dropped that in the middle of everything. Like it just became like, I just want to, I just want to not fuck up Hawkeye. Right. Like if I get to a point where I get some scripts banked again and like, you know, this is the other thing too is Inhumans ate everything. It ate my lead time on everything. Um, that was already kind of precarious to start with. Um, see, would you say that Inhumans was the, is the reason for the Hawkeye delay? No, no, not, not even remotely. No, there's never been, no. Okay. Um, um, not even, no, uh, uh, I just want to have, I just want to stick the landing. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, so at this point I'm just kind of getting through this next batch of Hawkeye scripts and kind of orchestrating all these different moving parts all at once. Um, and you know, we have a retreat coming up in, in, uh, uh, not very long at all. And I'm sure there will be exciting conversations. There's already been a couple of things we've talked about that I couldn't quite make happen because of uh, 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 the, the schedule. Like they kind of needed stuff quick, quick, uh, more quickly than I could provide without, again, risking Hawkeye stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll see. You know, um, I got I got I got I got, I got plenty to keep me busy. Yeah, and I, like I, we were talking about before, Sex Criminals, I think that is the the funniest, the smartest book I've read in a long time. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, <laughs> My favorite bit in the book is when she's singing Fat Bottom Girls and you guys just do commentary over it because you don't have the rights to print the lyrics. Well, yeah, here's the, the thing is uh, Queen was into it. Uh, Brian May and the surviving members of Queen are kind of the... Overseers, overseers of the Queen legacy and how it's used and how it's spoken of. So they they read it before you did. Just let that blow your mind. Queen read that comic before you did. They were Man. super into it, um, and their loyal their team was all into it. But it, the music publishers, uh, the kind of the behemoth 
uh, EMI or whoever it was, uh, it flagged somebody's radar. And, and they, they, they literally at the last minute said not so fast. But uh, we had it all worked out. It was all, everything was, was, was right there. Everything, I's were dotted, T's were crossed. We were, we were off to the races. And then, um, then some lawyer somewhere decided to hit the handbrake. And, and there we go. So, we so were, is, is it going to be in the, in the trade? I don't know. We haven't gone to press on the trade yet, and I'm still trying to get that lawyer to pick up his phone. So we'll see. Yeah, good luck. We're dealing with uh, probate on my grandfather uh, since he passed, and uh, lawyers. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Uh, it was back in September, and it uh, you know things happen. You know you can't uh, it, like like Queen said, "Who wants to live forever?" Wow, <laughs> what a philosophical segue that was. It was nicely done. Yeah, thank you. I've been listening to a lot of Howard Stern, and the man it can interview like nobody's business. But uh, I've missed I missed all the birthday stuff, but I heard it was it was one for the record books. Him and Le- him and Letterman for a half an hour was just great. Were they, were they really talking, or were they just screwing around? Oh no, they were really talking. He oh. uh, yeah, he asked him about like his feud with Oprah, and if he went to Larry Bud Melman's funeral, and oh wow, yeah. So he doesn't uh, he doesn't pull punches, but I'm I'm glad I said pull punches because now it leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. And you kind of opened yourself up uh, on, I, I think that, that was Tumblr, right? That you posted? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 my website, but it's got a Tumblr architecture underneath it. So, yeah, it's it's basically Tumblr. Okay, what what pushed you to, to write about your, your, I guess, your addiction, I guess? Well, um... They say in certain rooms that, you know, um, recovery is a matter of, of attraction rather than promotion. And sometimes they'll also say in these rooms that if you see someone that has what you want, you, you, go, you, you go to them for help, right? Right. Uh, and this was uh, a strategy that worked out particularly well for me. And I had decided a while ago to um, renounce, I guess, my anonymity, my, my second, the, the second A. <laughs> I just, <decided, laughs> um, because I started to write about addiction issues very clearly in my work, and and I didn't want to, um, you know, I want on some level, I guess, I wanted to come correct. I wanted to like make it clear that I wasn't just, you know, I've never seen, I've hardly ever seen. Um, AA or NA program, uh, uh, any 12-step program depicted accurately, like in television or, 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 or movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the Wire is, is as close to accurate as I've, as I've, as I've ever seen. Um, so I, I don't remember why, but it just it just started to come up. I think I think because you know other you know, people who kind of come in and come out of program. Um, recognize the smell of our kind, you know. Um, you can you can smell somebody that's been to a meeting when they can kind of hear the language. You use the words, and there's kind of these catchphrases that are little little shibboleths that carry things along. And, and I don't remember why, but I, I just started to, and, and just decided that that um, you know, if, if I'm going to talk, I'm going to really start talking. So I talked about my some of my Emotional issues and mental issues and, and addiction issues and, you know, hoping that um, 
you know, if you're if you're honest, you're you're at least going to be interesting. And uh, 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 and the worst case is is I, I somebody thinks I should feel embarrassed or ashamed. And best case is you know I save somebody's life. Um, and it seemed it seemed um, selfish when I considered my own uh, uh, oh, oh no an anonymous dick on the internet might might think less of me <laughs> versus being able to help somebody suffering and in actual pain now do you think with uh what happened this last weekend um with uh philip seymour hoffman and that's why when you mentioned moneyball i'm like there's my segue but no <laughs> uh um do you think now because i was an alcoholic well i still am you, know, you never stop sure. being sure. you know and um it's just it kind of hits you because i think a lot of a lot yeah, of, there's no there's no cure oh there isn't no but i think a lot of addicts will look at his death and see that he was clean for 22 23 years and say and yeah. and get scared no that's 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 um yeah it's terrifying man there's no it is a wolf that never stops hunting ever it's 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 a it's a mental illness it's not a that's a thing like it's a it's like a it's like taste it's like yeah there's no um there's no cure. There's no healed. There's there's no better. You know, you know, I suppose there's, there's there's better, but but there's no. It's not forever, and you're always just a heartbeat away. You're always just the one wrong door, the wrong, one wrong party. Just in a, in a second, in a New York minute, you could make that decision. You know, it could happen to anybody. Academy Award winning, you know, uh, fucking three kids, and you know. It's um, yeah, no, it's it's devastating. I read an, I read an article where someone said that uh, relapsing is as easy as putting your hand to your mouth. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, and that was I mean that was ultimately what sent me to program and and recovery, you know, knock on wood for good. Um, and had me stop sort of behaving like a tourist in the rooms was. I was I was sick. I was sick as a dog on Christmas. Not related to booze or drugs or anything and was basically there to get okay to fly and um watched a family watched a guy get tell that his wife was killed in a car crash and then one at a time as his family members showed up the news was repeated and this is literally happening four feet away from me on christmas day um and at some point i thought man if that was me i would go up and get i would just immediately turn around and get so fucked up and it's like i can't think of a, of a more I can't think of uh, how, how better to illustrate what mental illness is, you know? Oh, without a doubt. It's literally Christmas Day. I'm spending it in the emergency room with my 88-year-old great-aunt and uh, my wife. We're watching an uh, endless loop of, of James Brown's obituary on CNN. Um, because what else are you going to watch on Christmas Day in an emergency room but CNN? Right, exactly. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and all I could think about watching this horrible thing happen to these other people. Watching this monstrous awful tragedy unfold again and again in front of me all i could think was well i want to go get fucked up i was just like that's that's you know that's that's bad news man even i as that's that's a crazy even i could recognize yeah i um after after you know the whole this weekend and everything um i actually i actually think i lost friends because they don't seem to understand what's going on, and they called they called uh, Philip uh, stupid or a scumbag 
because he was on heroin. And I said, well, then I guess that makes me a scumbag because I'm an alcoholic. And he's like, no, because heroin's the worst drug ever. And I'm just like, I can't wait to see what you say about me if I fall back into a bottle and die. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, um, look, uh, there's been, we treat, we treat addiction like a choice and not a, not a public health crisis, you know, uh, it's a sickness. It's, 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 a. It's insidious, you know, um, and people don't understand it unless they sort of live with it face to face or close up, you know, whether they, they, they see it every day in their own family or, you know, it, um, there's just, people just don't understand what it is. People think it's a choice. People think this is a guy who thought, I know what I'm going to do on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm just going to go out and get super high. And that's not what happened at all. That's not what's ever happened. Uh, you know how long I smoked weed for? It's a perfect example. This is how I, I explained this to somebody in comics once. This is uh, trying to explain what it's like to be a drug addict. I smoked weed for 13 years. I enjoyed it once. And that was probably the first time. No, no, no it was somewhere in the middle. Oh, geez. 13 years. Never said no to it. Didn't necessarily, you know, adapt uh, Bob Marley-like uh, appetites uh, anytime it got passed around, but literally never said no. It was chronically incapable of saying no. Only enjoyed it one time, 13 years of my life. We get high anytime there was weed around. That's, and, and then, you know, I think that, that um, addiction is just is a completely on par with depression. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I well, oh, go ahead. No, no, it's an illness. It's not a, yeah, it's. People think it's a choice, or it's a mood, or it's like a like a rain cloud that'll blow over. Um, we have a lot of misconceptions in this country, and we've forgotten how to take care of one another. That's and the truth. It gets people dead. It gets people really talented people dead. I and know. regular people dead, and families. You know, uh, it's 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 tragic, but. Um, yeah, so I don't know. So it seemed it seemed silly to not talk about it. Honestly, it seemed silly to not be upfront and to not communicate who I was and what I was going through. Right. I I think one of the worst things about addiction or depression, even, uh, is when you get to the point where you're trying to cover it up. Oh sure. Like yeah. uh, I I didn't I didn't so much cover up my drinking as I do my depression. And you may, I mean, on Twitter, I'm this happy guy making shitty jokes at Jay Leno's expense and and all all sorts of things. But it's almost like I have to be a completely different person if I want my friends to like me because they all think, and even my father will sit there and say that it's just a pity party. Right. Right. Well, that's that Midwestern, you know, thing too. Like, you know, God, my, my wife, someone with my wife's family from like Massachusetts, like, Midwesterners were assholes. Jesus Christ, these New Englanders, <laughs> fucking unbelievable. <laughs> I can't imagine. But uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it is um, there's a lot of misconceptions about about mental illness and depression, especially. Oh, yeah. um, and like, I was a drinker. I drank alone. Like I would, I was the guy that would wait for every. You know, I would, I would drink when I was out, and then when everybody was in bed, I would go back to my. I would, I would drink by my. Like I, that was, I was. I, I don't miss it. It's funny. I don't miss it at all. It, uh, it, it's definitely will will mess with. It, it, and it doesn't care who it messes with in your in your in your relationships. It just kind of. Uh, 
it just it just attacks whoever's there. Yeah, yeah. People always ask, "Oh gosh, I bet you've been reading comics a long time. I, I bet you have some really valuable collectibles." Like, no, no, I sold all those for drugs. I don't have any kind of collection at all anymore. I mean, I have nothing particularly of, of value uh, because I sold it all. Right. You know, uh, shit. I, t- I said it to David Lapham the, uh, on Twitter, who is putting stray bullets back in print at long last. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. That you know, hey, uh, uh, of all the comics I, I sold for drugs, these are the ones I miss the most. That should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, let's 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 get to some happy stuff here. We've uh, we've we've covered the uh, uh, no shit, Jesus. Yeah, we, we've gone about ten fifteen minutes here just talking about this. Um, now, w- can you talk about anything you have in the works at Marvel, or are you, is that something that's going to happen at the retreat? Uh, I mean, for now, just I, I have a couple of suspicions, um, and just books that I'm actively working on. It's it's just Hawkeye at this point, mm-hmm. but you know, just Hawkeye encompasses uh, uh, writing for David and Annie, and and I have an idea um, that might bring in another artist. We'll we'll see. Um, so it's it's a, a remains a kind of complicated. What what's the word juggling act? You know. Oh right, right. Now I mean, is um, this is a question. Yeah, I think I think I think if I, I think by spring I might know a little bit more. Now, do you think you'd still be writing Fantastic Four now if Inhuman hasn't it wouldn't have popped its uh, forked forehead? Um. Gosh, I I hope so. Uh, that'd be nice to think. Because I, I, lo- I loved your run. Oh, thanks. And uh, I, I, did, I just kind of, after you left, I just kind of was like, eh, whatever. And then now to see who they're bringing in. Right, right. It kind of fits. Yeah, no, it's uh, a terrific fit. Um, but yeah, I, uh, uh, gosh, that'd be nice to think. Uh, and my kids enjoyed it, too. It was really fun to be able to read the book with them. Um start crawling to bed when new issues would come out and you know get my get my three-year-old to say it's clobbering time and stuff like that so uh yeah i would i would uh uh that is actually the biggest bummer of all of inhuman for me was at the end of the day um inhuman didn't happen so it's impossible for me not to wonder what would have happened if you know well gosh i didn't have to leave fantastic four and ff then did i right right now you have your your wife writes comics. Yes, very well. She writes them very well. Yes, she does. Uh, you have got to have the coolest house on the planet. <laughs> with yes. all, with comics everywhere. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, how do you, how do you unwind from something like that? Uh, you know, the kids help because um, you, you kind of can't. At least I can't really be present as a dad. And sort of uh, write at the same time. You know, sometimes if they're like watching a movie or playing nicely together, I can do a little. But for the most part, you know, it just the kids kind of forcibly decompress you. You know, I I don't have any youngins yet, so uh, let's uh, let's hope at some point that I can I can give them my signed Spider Man number one. 
There you go. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's cool. And you know, my 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 son draws like all the time, and and loves comics and makes his own comics now. And, and it's a it's a very creative, very fun house. I, I you know, I um, sounds weird, but most mornings I'm really excited to get out of bed. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, it's it's new. It's sort of only the kind of thing that's only happened to me, you know. Here's a closing on 40. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's exciting to, you know, be this in love with my life. I try not to think about 40 because I'm going to be turning 35 soon. So I'm kind of like, no. TikTok, buddy, TikTok. That's right. Uh, now, this is something I've always wondered. And I, I'm not asking for specifics on this, but... You can can you make a good living working for, for Marvel? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, you're 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 comfortable. You're not uh, delivering pizzas on the side. Yeah, you know, um, um, we have both had to work, but yeah, no, it's and, and you know, look, the, the the longer you write and the more your books stay in print, uh, you know, the, the 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 better things are. Yeah, you absolutely can. Now, is there like a I, – I never understood this, but is there like a residual thing where if it goes to second printing or kind of like royalties? There's, there's like a sales bonus structure where if it sells X amount, you get Y amount. If it sells Z amount, you get A amount. If it, you know, it kind of um, – and then, and then with uh, collections, it's sort of the same thing. Well, that's awesome. It's so kinda... the more books do, the better you do. It's kind of. It, it, I'm sure. The, I'm sure it's gotten even better now that the mouse is in charge. You know, it's uh, not changed at all. Really? Um, um, yeah, I, I have always sort of suspe- suspected. Rather, um, you know, there's that great Rorschach line from from Watchmen when he's in prison that uh, I'm not in here with you. You're in here with me. Right. Right. <laughs> it's better in the book because you don't have that silly voice. But uh, that's the way the dude says it in the movie. Uh, I've, I've suspected in some levels there's, there's a little bit of that happening with the uh, the Marvel acquisition by Disney. That uh, There's a little bit of, uh, no, 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 we're not locked up in here with you. You're locked up in here with us. So I think maybe some lessons are being learned. Well, that's awesome. And I know last time you were on, we talked about our mutual, mutual dislike of anything Tolkien. Yeah. And yeah. now with these Hobbit movies, oh, my God. My, you know, my, 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 my boy wanted to see the one, so I watched, I finally watched one, um, which everybody says it was pretty terrible, uh, by, by comparison. Um, I, I suspect I have a date with some hobbits in my future. Um, I can deny my son nothing. <laughs> uh, is there anything in your career, um, that any, any books you wish you could have done differently? Oh sure, all of them. Could could you narrow it down to maybe just one, <laughs> like one big one that you're like, you know, I wish well, I, I mean, no, I'm, I'm I wasn't trying to be glib, but I mean, I, I, I sort of don't look at my books once they come out if I can avoid it because all, all I see are the things I fucked up and wished I could change, and and it doesn't matter whether I can find big things, I can find little things, I I still. Shit, I, I I came up with a a better bit for uh, that Spider-Man, the one, the Spider-Man annual that I wrote with, with him and Mary Jane. I thought of a better little tweak on a scene that's there. Like, I was literally rewriting this book that's six years old in my head the other night. 
um, out of nowhere, just the thought just occurs like, oh, I could have done like, you know, like it's, I never stop. It just, it's, uh, you know, um, I, I, I thought I wrote the hell out of fear itself. Why wasn't fear itself better received? Like you have these big existential questions or just little things like, why did I say and instead of but there? And why, why didn't I catch this typo? Or why didn't I use a serial comma here? Like I, I just, I'm neurotic about this stuff. You know, it, it's, uh, my buddy Steve Wecker says Wednesdays are the worst days in comics because it's the day all the mistakes become permanent. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's very much how I feel. Oh, well, what now? What are you picking? What do you pick up every Wednesday? What's in your What's in your pull list? Oh Lord! Well, you know, I get a bunch of stuff. We get a bunch of stuff sent to me by Marvel, like so, like all of the Avengers stuff. I get in PDF when they go to press. So I get that stuff a few weeks early. Um. I read a lot, and I always hate this question because I forget stuff, and then later I'm convinced that my friends have heard it, and they heard, and it was their book that I forgot. Um, tell you what, I'm reading an awful lot of Image comics these days. I only 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 Image books I read are uh, Walking Dead, and um, there's that one about sex criminals. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I mean, I love I love the stuff that Kel's doing. I love the stuff that Hickman's doing. Um, you know, if, uh, Remender is your cup of tea, he is offering up a uh, deep fried full bore crazy Remender and all of his different books and all these different ways. And, um, uh, uh, profit that's sort of Brandon Graham is like masterminding. Um, God, what else? I see. I'm forgetting stuff. Uh, it's a, it's a really interesting time over there. There's a lot of cool work coming out. Oh, I'm sure this is the best time to be a comic book fan. Yeah. And you know what? Um, this uh, uh, Bendis' new book with Oming, United States of Murder Incorporated, is going to blow the doors off the joint. That's Icon, not Image, but uh, that's that's going to be amazing. I'll see. That's something. I'll see if, if it comes recommended by you, I'll have to check it out. Because I think I said this before, I have my list of people that I pick stuff up from. It's uh, you and Brubaker and Ennis. Of course, course Fatal is great. And his next thing, the fade out, is Dynamite. Uh, I don't know if you heard the, 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 the stuff from Image Expo about that. but All I heard is that he signed with like a, what, a five-year deal with them. Yeah, yeah. So Ed, Ed is happier in the fee and shit. But um, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, the fade out is going to be... You know, I thought, I thought Ed's like masterpiece was going to be... Um, uh, 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 last of the innocence. Um, and now I think it might be the fade out. I know I'm enjoying Velvet quite a bit. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and then uh, who else is there? Um, oh, Remender. Um, I didn't, I didn't really get into him at first. And then a buddy of mine told me I have to read his Uncanny X Force run. Right. And I did, and I fell in love. And now the fact that he's basically killing everybody in Uncanny Avengers. Sure. Yeah. Now that's something I don't understand. Um, does that that book does that, that function within the Marvel universe? Because it doesn't seem to fit in with anything else. Yeah, just because it's published simultaneously doesn't mean it's all happening simultaneously. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, like, uh, uh, you know, I did I did eight months of Iron Man that, that took place in three days. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That thing or or. Whatever. Uh, fuck, we did nine months of Hawkeye that took place over six nights, you know? Uh, it literally took us nine issues to get through it all. So, 
It's not, you know, but it was the thing was, it was the same night. We just kept showing the same evening six times, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it, my, my, my feeling is, is sort of is like just kind of get it all published and written and then kind of let the internet figure it out. <laughs> we, have, we have a chronology and an understanding of one another when we go into those retreats and, and editorial has character management meetings and stuff like that. Like there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a light hand um, guiding things. But, but at the end of the day, None of it is necessarily happening simultaneously unless it's explicitly said. Well, that's awesome. Now, I saw on the um, – yesterday when I was at the shop, I saw on the uh, comic shop news or whatever, mm-hmm. we have some new Casanova coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've uh, read, wrote, finished the first script last week. That's very ex- very exciting. Very exciting. I went to the uh, sh- local shop here in uh, well, in Milwaukee. And uh, they had back issues of Casanova for days in the 50-cent bin. Great. And I picked them all up. I just cleared them out. Great, great. Well, I hope you dig it. Um, we, uh, uh, it's going to be me and Fabio again on the main story, and then there are going to be backup features uh, by Michael Shabon and Gabriel Bob. Um, because if you can get a Pulitzer Prize winner to write your backups, you should. Exactly. If you're gonna get anybody to back you up, it should be somebody like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but it is a, it is a. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to describe. But yeah, it's it's written. Um, the boys are in India now, and and Fabio is starting to kind of sketch the issue out, and we are underway. Do you have a, uh, any kind of a release date for it? Uh, closely, like like like. Let's see. What solicit is going out now? Like. May solicitations are going out now. Something like that, yeah. Fall, I figure fall. Okay. Because I saw that the uh, in previews they were soliciting the first uh, trade for sex criminals already. Right, right, which we've uh, decided has the subtitle One Weird Trick. <laughs> That's going to collect uh, sex criminals one through five and a whole bunch of extras. Take my, I'm just going to open my wallet. And I'm just going to dump it in an envelope and send it to you. Okay, well, hey, the merch is coming soon, so... Well, keep... make sure you make bigger sizes, because fat yeah, asses yeah. like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, uh, well, we're going uh, to do it right. You know, the trick is, how do we make sex criminals merch? How do you make stuff that doesn't say sex criminal on it, you know? So, yeah. it's all very in-joke stuff. Oh, man, that's great. That's, that's, uh... Oh. I think my, one of my fa- second favorite bits is when he when time stops and he just kind of clears out the porn shop. Yeah, right. That's just that's that's brilliant stuff. That's brilliant. But uh, I I want to thank you for being back on. Oh yeah, I'm sorry it took so long. Man. No, 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 that's fine. And then when uh, Casanova comes out, I'm 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 gonna start. I'm gonna go to my calendar and just in the fall area. Right, I'm just gonna throw a dart at the fall area. Yeah, and uh, you're gonna have to come back on when Casanova comes out. Absolutely, right. um, I'll make sure to get you a copy, like a digital copy beforehand, so you can. I will spread the word. Have uh, you'll have some some advanced knowledge. You can help me tease it uh, and ask me uh, sort of meaningful questions based on the content. Uh, it's a great jumping on point because Casanova, when we when we meet up with him again, has complete retrograde amnesia. He doesn't remember the earlier Casanova comics either, so 
new readers in Casanova are starting on the same page. Well, that's awesome. That's fantastic. You can follow him at Matt Fraction, and it's mattfraction.com, right? That's it. And there you go. And be sure to pick up Sex Criminals and Hawkeye and uh, just everything. I mean, come on, people. Celebrate the entire catalog. Exactly, exactly. Matt, thank you so much. Thank you, buddy.